Chapter Three, Part Two of Glimpses of Unfamiliar Japan, First Series by Lafcadio Hearn. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Three, Jizo, Section Six, and we come to the end of the cemetery, to the verge of the great grove. Beyond the trees, what caressing sun! What spiritual loveliness in the tender day! A tropic sky always seemed to me to hang so low that one could almost bathe one's fingers in its lukewarm liquid blue by reaching upward from any dwelling roof. But this sky, softer, fainter, arches so vastly as to suggest the heaven of a larger planet, and the very clouds are not clouds, but only dreams of clouds, so filmy they are, ghosts of clouds, diaphanous spectres, illusions. All at once I become aware of a child standing before me, a very young girl who looks up wonderingly at my face, so light her approach that the joy of the birds and whispering of the leaves quite drown the soft sound of her feet. Her ragged garb is Japanese, but her gaze, her loose, fair hair, are not of Nippon only. The ghost of another race, perhaps my own, watches me through her flower-blue eyes, a strange playground surely is this for thee my child i wonder if all these shapes about thee do not seem very weird very strange to that little soul of thine but no tis only i who seem strange to thee thou hast forgotten the other birth and thy father's world half caste and poor and pretty in this foreign port better thou wert with the dead about thee child better than the splendor of this soft blue light the unknown darkness for thee there the gentle jizo would care for thee and hide thee in his great sleeves and keep all evil from thee and play shadowy play with thee and this thy forsaken mother who now comes to ask an alms for thy sake dumbly pointing to thy strange beauty with her patient japanese smile would put little stones upon the knees of the dear god that thou mightest find rest. Section 7 Oh, Akira, you must tell me something more about Jizo and the ghosts of the children in the Sai no Kawara. I cannot tell you much more, answers Akira, smiling at my interest in this charming divinity. But if you will come with me now to Kuboyama, I will show you in one of the temples there pictures of the Sai no Kawara and of Jizo and the judgment of souls. So we take our way in two jinrikisha to the temple Rinkoji on Kuboyama. We roll swiftly through a mile of many-colored, narrow Japanese streets, then through a half-mile of pretty suburban ways, lined with gardens, behind whose clipped hedges are homes light and dainty as cages of wickerwork, and then, leaving our vehicles, we ascend green hills on foot by winding paths, and traverse a region of fields and farms. After a long walk in the hot sun, we reach a village almost wholly composed of shrines and temples. The outlying sacred place, three buildings in one enclosure of bamboo fences, belongs to the Shingon sect. A small open shrine to the left of the entrance first attracts us. It is a dead house. A Japanese beer is there but almost opposite the doorway is an altar covered with startling images. What immediately rivets the attention is a terrible figure, 
all vermilion red towering above many smaller images a goblin shape with immense cavernous eyes his mouth is widely opened as if speaking in wrath and his brows frown terribly a long red beard descends upon his red breast and on his head is a strangely shaped crown a crown of black and gold having three singular lobes the left lobe bearing an image of the moon the right an image of the sun the central lobe is all black but below it upon the deep gold-rimmed black band flames the mystic character signifying king also from the same crown band protrude at descending angles to left and right two gilded sceptre-shaped objects in one hand the king holds an object similar of form but larger his shaku or regal wand and akira explains this is emma o lord of shadows judge of souls king of the dead note in sanskrit yama raja but the indian conception has been totally transformed by japanese buddhism End of, note. of any man having a terrible countenance the japanese are wont to say his face is the face of emma at his right hand white jizozama stands upon a many-petalled rosy lotus at his left is the image of an aged woman weird sodsu baba she who takes the garments of the dead away by the banks of the river of the three roads which flows through the phantom world pale blue her robe is her hair and skin are white her face is strangely wrinkled her small keen eyes are hard the statue is very old and the paint is scaling from it in places so as to lend it a ghastly leprous aspect there are also images of the sea goddess benten and of kanonsama seated on summits of mountains forming the upper part of miniature landscapes made of some unfamiliar composition and beautifully colored the whole being protected from careless fingering by strong wire nettings stretched across the front of the little shrines containing the panorama benten has eight arms two of her hands are joined in prayer the others extended above her hold different objects a sword a wheel a bow an arrow a key and a magical gem below her standing on the slopes of her mountain throne are her ten robed attendants all in the attitude of prayer still farther down appears the body of a great white serpent with its tail hanging from one orifice in the rocks and its head emerging from another at the very bottom of the hill lies a patient cow Kanon appears as senju Kanon, offering gifts to men with all the multitude of her arms of mercy but this is not what we came to see the pictures of heaven and hell await us in the zenshu temple close by whither we turn our steps on the way my guide tells me this when one dies the body is washed and shaven and attired in white in the garments of a pilgrim and a wallet sanshabukkoro like the wallet of a buddhist pilgrim is hung about the neck of the dead and in this wallet are placed three rin Note. Funeral customs, as well as the beliefs connected with them, vary considerably in different parts of Japan, 
those of the eastern provinces differ from those of the western and southern the old practice of placing articles of value in the coffin such as the metal mirror formerly buried with a woman or the sword buried with a man of the samurai caste has become almost obsolete but the custom of putting money in the coffin still prevails in izumo the amount is always six rin and these are called rokudo kane or the money for the six roads End of note. and these coins are buried with the dead for all who die must except children pay three rin at the sanzunokawa the river of the three roads when souls have reached that river they find there the old woman of the three roads sotsubaba waiting for them she lives on the banks of that river with her husband tendatsuba and if the old woman is not paid the sum of three rin she takes away the clothes of the dead and hangs them upon the trees section eight the temple is small neat luminous with the sun pouring into its widely opened shoji and akira must know the priests well so affable their greeting is i make a little offering and akira explains the purpose of our visit thereupon we are invited into a large bright apartment in a wing of the building overlooking a lovely garden little cushions are placed on the floor for us to sit upon and a smoking box is brought in and a tiny lacquered table about eight inches high and while one of the priests opens a cupboard or alcove with doors to find the kakemono another brings us tea and a plate of curious confectionery consisting of various pretty objects made of a paste of sugar and rice flour one is a perfect model of a chrysanthemum blossom another is a lotus others are simply large thin crimson lozenges bearing admirable designs flying birds wading storks fish even miniature landscapes akira picks out the chrysanthemum and insists that i shall eat it and i begin to demolish the sugary blossom petal by petal feeling all the while an acute remorse for spoiling so beautiful a thing meanwhile four kakemono have been brought forth unrolled and suspended from pegs upon the wall and we rise to examine them they are very very beautiful kakemono miracles of drawing and of color subdued color the color of the best period of japanese art and they are very large fully five feet long and more than three broad mounted upon silk and these are the legends of them first kakemono in the upper part of the painting is a scene from the shaba the world of men which we are wont to call the real a cemetery with trees in blossom and mourners kneeling before tombs all under the soft blue light of japanese day underneath is the world of ghosts down through the earth crust souls are descending here they are flitting all white through inky darknesses here farther on through weird twilight they are wading the flood of the phantom river of the three roads sanzunokawa and here on the right is waiting for them sotsubaba the old woman of the three roads ghastly and grey and tall as a nightmare from some she is taking their garments the trees about her are heavily hung with the garments of the others gone before farther down i see fleeing souls overtaken by demons hideous blood-red demons with feet like lions with faces half human half bovine the physiognomy of minotaurs in fury 
one is rending a soul asunder another demon is forcing souls to reincarnate themselves in bodies of horses of dogs of swine and as they are thus reincarnated they flee away into shadow second kakemono such a gloom as a diver sees in deep sea water a lurid twilight in the midst a throne ebon-coloured and upon it an awful figure seated emma dai-o lord of death and judge of souls unpitying tremendous frightful guardian spirits hover about him armed goblins on the left in the foreground below the throne stands the wondrous mirror tabarino kagami reflecting the state of souls and all the happenings of the world a landscape now shadows its surface a landscape of cliffs and sand and sea with ships in the offing upon the sand a dead man is lying slain by a sword slash the murderer is running away before this mirror a terrified soul stands in the grasp of a demon who compels him to look and to recognize in the murderer's features his own face to the right of the throne upon a tall-stemmed flat stand such as offerings to the gods are placed upon in the temples a monstrous shape appears like a double-faced head freshly cut off and set upright upon the stump of the neck the two faces are the witnesses the face of the woman mirume sees all that goes on in the shaba and the other face is the face of a bearded man the face of kaguhana who smells all odors and by them is aware of all that human beings do close to them upon a reading stand a great book is open the record book of deeds and between the mirror and the witnesses white shuddering souls await judgment farther down i see the sufferings of souls already sentenced one in lifetime a liar is having his tongue torn out by a demon armed with heated pincers other souls flung by scores into fiery carts are being dragged away to torment the carts are of iron but resemble in form certain hand wagons which one sees every day being pulled and pushed through the streets by bare-limbed japanese laborers chanting always the same melancholy alternating chorus but these demon wagoners naked blood-colored having the feet of lions and the heads of bulls move with their flaming wagons at a run like jinriksha men all the souls so far represented are souls of adults third kakemono a furnace with souls for fuel blazing up into darkness demons stir the fire with poles of iron down through the upper blackness other souls are falling head downward into the flames below this scene opens a shadowy landscape a faint blue and faint gray world of hills and vales through which a river serpentines the sai nokawara thronging the banks of the pale river are ghosts of little children trying to pile up stones they are very very pretty the child souls pretty as real japanese children are it is astonishing how well is child beauty felt and expressed by the artists of japan each child has one little short white dress in the foreground a horrible devil with an iron club has just dashed down and scattered a pile of stones built by one of the children the little ghost seated by the ruin of its work is crying with both pretty hands to its eyes 
the devil appears to sneer other children also are weeping near by but lo jizo comes all light and sweetness with a glory moving behind him like a great full moon and he holds out his shakujo his strong and holy staff and the little ghosts catch it and cling to it and are drawn into the circle of his protection and other infants have caught his great sleeves and one has been lifted to the bosom of the god below this sainokawara scene appears yet another shadow world a wilderness of bamboos only white-robed shapes of women appear in it they are weeping the fingers of all are bleeding with fingernails plucked out must they continue through centuries to pick the sharp-edged bamboo grass fourth kakemono floating in glory dai nichi nyorai kwanon sama amida buddha far below them as hell from heaven surges a lake of blood in which souls float the shores of this lake are precipices studded with sword blades thickly set as teeth in the jaws of a shark and demons are driving naked ghosts up the frightful slopes but out of the crimson lake something crystalline rises like a beautiful clear water spout the stem of a flower a miraculous lotus bearing up a soul to the feet of a priest standing above the verge of the abyss by virtue of his prayer was shaped the lotus which thus lifted up and saved a sufferer alas there are no other kakemonos there were several others they have been lost no i am happily mistaken the priest has found in some mysterious recess one more kakemono a very large one which he unrolls and suspends beside the others a vision of beauty indeed but what has this to do with faith or ghosts in the foreground a garden by the waters of the sea of some vast blue lake a garden like that at kanagawa full of exquisite miniature landscape work cascades grottoes lily ponds carved bridges and trees snowy with blossom and dainty pavilions out jutting over the placid azure water long bright soft bands of clouds swim athwart the background beyond and above them rises a fairy magnificence of palatial structures roof above roof through an aureate haze like summer vapour creation's aerial blue lightest dreams and there are guests in these gardens lovely beings japanese maidens but they wear aureoles star shining they are spirits for this is paradise the gokuraku and all those divine shapes are bosats and now looking closer i perceive beautiful weird things which at first escaped my notice they are gardening these charming beings they are caressing the lotus buds sprinkling their petals with something celestial helping them to blossom and what lotus buds with colors not of this world some have burst open and in their luminous hearts in a radiance like that of dawn tiny naked infants are seated each with a tiny halo these are souls new buddhas hotoke born into bliss some are very very small others larger all seem to be growing visibly for their lovely nurses are feeding them with something ambrosial i see one which has left its lotus cradle being conducted by a celestial jiso towards the higher splendors far away above in the loftiest blue are floating ten nin 
angels of the buddhist heaven maidens with phoenix wings one is playing with an ivory plectrum upon some stringed instrument just as a dancing girl plays her samisen and others are sounding those curious chinese flutes composed of seventeen tubes which are used still in sacred concerts at the great temples akira says this heaven is too much like earth the gardens he declares are like the gardens of temples in spite of the celestial lotus flowers and in the blue roofs of the celestial mansions he discovers memories of the tea-houses of the city of saikyo note literally western capital modern name of kyoto ancient residence of the emperors the name tokyo on the other hand signifies eastern capital End of note well what after all is the heaven of any faith but ideal reiteration and prolongation of happy experiences remembered the dream of dead days resurrected for us and made eternal and if you think this japanese ideal too simple too naive if you say there are experiences of the material life more worthy of portrayal in a picture of heaven than any memory of days passed in japanese gardens and temples and tea-houses it is perhaps because you do not know japan the soft sweet blue of its sky the tender colour of its waters the gentle splendour of its sunny days the exquisite charm of its interiors where the least object appeals to one's sense of beauty with the air of something not made but caressed into existence section nine now there is a wazan of jizo says akira taking from a shelf in the temple alcove some much-worn blue-covered japanese book a wasan is what you would call a hymn or psalm this book is two hundred years old it is called saino kawara kuchizu samino den which is literally the legend of the humming of the saino kawara and this is the wasan and he reads me the hymn of jizo the legend of the murmur of the little ghosts the legend of the humming of the sign no kawara rhythmically like a song note these first ten lines of the original will illustrate the measure of the wasan kore wa kono yo no koto narazu shide no yamaji no suso no naru sai no kawara no monogatari kiku ni tsukete mo aware nari futatsu ya mitsu ya yotsu itsutsu to ni mo tanaru midori go ga sai no kawara ni atsumarite chichi koishi haha koishi 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 to naku koe wa kono yo no koe to wa koto kawari end of note not of this world is the story of sorrow the story of the sai no kawara at the roots of the mountain of shide not of this world is the tale yet tis most pitiful to hear for together in the saino kawara are assembled children of tender age in multitude infants but two or three years old infants of four or five infants of less than ten in the saino kawara they are gathered together and the voice of their longing for their parents the voice of their crying for their mothers and their fathers chichi koishi haha koishi is never as the voice of the crying of children in this world but a crying so pitiful to hear 
that the sound of it would pierce through flesh and bone and sorrowful indeed the task which they perform gathering the stones of the bed of the river therewith to heap the tower of prayers saying prayers for the happiness of father they heap the first tower saying prayers for the happiness of mother they heap the second tower saying prayers for their brothers their sisters and all whom they loved at home they heap the third tower such by day are their pitiful diversions but ever as the sun begins to sink below the horizon then do the oni the demons of the hells appear and say to them what is this that you do here lo your parents still living in the shaba world take no thought of pious offering or holy work they do not but mourn for you from the morning unto the evening oh how pitiful alas how unmerciful verily the cause of the pains that you suffer is only the mourning the lamentation of your parents and saying also blame never us the demons cast down the heaped-up towers they dash the stones down with their clubs of iron but lo the teacher jizo appears all gently he comes and says to the weeping infants be not afraid dears be never fearful poor little souls your lives were brief indeed too soon you were forced to make the weary journey to the meido the long journey to the region of the dead trust to me i am your father and mother in the meido father of all children in the region of the dead and he folds the skirt of his shining robe about them so graciously takes he pity on the infants to those who cannot walk he stretches forth his strong shakujo and he pets the little ones caresses them takes them to his loving bosom so graciously he takes pity on the infants namu amida End of chapter three part two